What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Deco Podcast. It's Thursday. You know what time it is. We're here coming off of the Sony State of Play, which focused on Ratchet and Clank. Hence the live image for our wonderful, wonderful viewers in the chat today. Hope everyone's having a wonderful Thursday. I'm here with uh, Gino. Hi. And uh, we got a lot of video game news. We got Ratchet and Clank stuff. We got some esports stuff. Um, there's some Monster Hunter news, but I don't feel too comfortable talking no, about no, Monster no, no, Hunter. No, 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 no. Don't you do, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't. <laughs> What's up, Wally? Welcome to we, the show. We, no, we, we pass on this, <laughs> we pass this unreleased date because I wasn't here. I understand that, and that happens. But you don't, you don't decide to talk about Monster Hunter and be like, no. <laughs> That's not what we do here. I talk about Monster Hunter. I'm the Monster Hunter boy. Right, you are, Wally. Thanks for coming on in today. Um, Wally, ever the, the rotating host, uh, thanks for uh, pulling away from what's your up? What's up, Ken? How you doing? schedule. <laughs> How are you doing today? How are you guys doing? Uh, we're chilling. We are almost mostly vaccinated. I'm all vaccinated. Oh, boy. Apparently, we're all reopening the city July 1st, which I think is a terrible, yeah, because, you know, you, terrible. You got to meet those tourist uh, numbers. No, no, because we all know what's going to end up happening. And that tomorrow we're going to get a press conference. It's going to be June 1st. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, boy. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, 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 still, I still feel like it's too soon. It's, it's way too soon <laughs> for like a full city opening. But about that we don't know what that actually means in all honesty the mask mandate might still be in play they might just like forego other things like restrictions on like yeah the subway or like the curfew people forget we still have a curfew (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway uh let's get right into uh the news wally since you're here already and we've mentioned the Monster Hunter Rise stuff. Tell us what's going on in the world of Monster Hunter Rise. Oh my gosh, Monster Hunter Rise, y'all. Okay, so um, Monster Hunter Rise has been out for a while now. It's been out for a while. Long enough that they warranted to drop 2.0. Uh, this is Monster Hunter 2.0. And it's exactly exactly what it says it is. This is Monster Hunter Rise 2.0. Uh, when Monster Hunter Rise first came out, and a lot of we discussed this last time I was on the show and we talked about Monster Hunter Rise, where people were saying, this is it. You know, after we were playing it, it's like, oh, I guess that's it. it. And it wasn't like a feeling of disappointment. It wasn't like a feeling of, uh, of like someone just like, you know, unpl- like a feeling of like someone just like unplugged the controller on us and we're left going, oh, oh okay. Um, I mean, it's like, you know, it's not that it's bad, but it's also like not good. It's know? that weird cliffhanger to be continued yeah. and you're like, all right, you wait for the next season. And it's just like, wait. Yeah. Was the last like time a, a new episode yeah. last was on? Four years exactly. ago. <laughs> so, and it's like, it's like it's not on a cliffhanger, but it's also the season finale. So you're sitting here like, oh, uh, 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 okay, okay then. Like, oh, okay then. <laughs> so um, then about, uh, they were hinting about it saying, yep, 2.0, 2.0 is coming out. It's a, and it's an update. It's a full out content update. And people are thinking, oh, this is going to be just a little minor update, you know? A couple of new monsters because the way they advertised it was uh, Apex was Apex Rathalos and a couple of new monsters. That's all they advertised. They 
lowballed it hard. They just went into this with super low. We were going to the super low expectations when we had this big uh, video. We had this big video event going on about it. So the day happened, video event happened. We were ready, already going into it. We were expecting. We knew what we were getting. We were getting Apex Rattles and a couple of other stuff. We were surprisingly surprised me in the Monster Hunter community. Not only did we get Apex Rathalos, we got also Apex, a lot of the Apex monsters that you feature in the Rampage are now going to be huntable monsters for quests. That was the, that was the thing a lot of us wanted right off the bat. We want, we love the Rampage monsters, but we want to hunt them. So we're getting that for one. We're also getting, we also got a couple of new monsters. We have not one Elder Dragon, the Camellios, which they originally uh, advertised, but we got three Elder Dragons, Camellios, Teostra, and Kushidora. Oh my gosh, those three. Now, you understand, those three monsters, the unique thing about those three monsters, yes, Kushulador and Teotra were inside Monster Hunter World in the past, but the thing is about those three monsters, these three monsters are known as, like, they are being, they are very heavily, like, remembered as the trio of monsters that work against each other. Like, each monster's uh, set armor set works uh, against another monster. So, like, a full Camellios armor set will give you uh, invulnerability against Teotra, Teotra's full armor set will give you ability against Kushula, and so forth and so forth. So that was another big thing. Then we also dropped word about, oh, we're now getting the Hunter Rank is being released. So Hunter Rank is basically ways you complete the game in Monster Hunter. You build up your Hunter Rank that allows you to do new things. When we ended the game before this patch came out, it ended at 7. We were just at Hunter Rank 7. And that's probably why so many of us felt that weird disconnect because we just got it ended on a hard number. Yeah. It ended <laughs> on an odd number. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, like usually, even before they do all this patch stuff, it usually ends on like Hunter Rank 20 or something. But no, we ended on Hunter Rank 7. So they just left us going, oh, okay, guess that's cool. So, and we couldn't upgrade a Hunter Rank. So now we have released the Hunter Rank. So now we can go to Hunter Rank right now, right off the bat. You got to do Hunter Rank HR 20 to get the next wave of stuff you're supposed to be getting. That's the cool stuff. Once you start leveling up your hunter rank, you're getting more content that they are now dropping. Once you get hunter rank 20, you get to unlock like the three hunters, the three hunts against the Elder Dragons. You also get to unlock a lot of a really a lot of really interesting event quests that's gonna be coming up down the line. And the cool thing with event quests is unlike with Monster Hunter World, where you just do the event quest once and that's it. No, you can download every single one of these event quests and play them offline whenever you want. And that is amazing. Um, offline play, oh, downloaded quest. Offline yes. play? Such yeah. a concept. Right? I but know. No, man, it's, it's, it's if only thing. another game right. had that. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> if only offline. But the thing is, because in the past, the Hunter, the Hunter event quests, you can only do them online. And they were great stuff you can get from them. But now they're saying, oh, yeah, you can download and play them whenever you want. And everyone's like, wait, are you oh, talking cool. about like when you would get like the USJ armor, those event yes. quests? Those were, yes. those could be played offline in the sense but of you, one person needed to get it. That's right. the thing. Now you can, now anyone can download it at any yeah. time and just play whenever. They're no longer it's geographic no longer, locked. Yeah, that, that's what you no mean. Longer re, yes, no longer restricted just to any location. They're doing these, they're treating all the 100 events are going to be spread all across the board. Though probably. There will be the there will be the Universal Studios Japan event quest that probably will they'll only get, but it yeah, probably but, won't be like they were doing in the past where eventually the America got it like a year later. No, how America got it was um one person if you played with one person online who had it, 
and you did the quest, you completed it, you would have it, and then you could share it. Oh no, no, I mean like the official official. Oh, the official American. one, yeah. yeah the yeah. official, yeah. We didn't they didn't get that until like a year later after endgame content when they were doing all the festival stuff. Yeah. I feel like if they do a Universal Studios Japan event for Monster Hunter Rise, um, it won't be such like a pigeonholed it well, no. Let me retry. I like that set though. I, I did. I did like the sentiment, yes, but I think that now they're treating Monster Hunter now as a global initiative, no longer just no, no, I get that, I get that, but like yeah. the the armor set and weapon sets that you got from from that specific yes, those hunt were, cool. yes, were those, actually those, those were very cool. really useful they were very, sets. Yeah. They were kind they of were broken, actually. Useful. They were very useful sets. They were great sets. That's what I'm hoping that we do get these sets, but it's no longer a uh, it's no longer let's release it first in one region and then release it in another region. Later yeah, on. I'm hoping that it's now a more global region event that they're treating you everyone might, the same level. You what they might do is they might just release it at all Universal Studios instead of just Universal Studios Japan. So you maybe, actually maybe. still have to because because the the catch with those quests um was the deal that Capcom made with USJ and Universal Studios in general was to get fans to go to the places. Yeah, cuz if those who don't know, uh, Universal Studios Japan has a lot of like ties with Capcom and especially Monster Hunter for having these really great events in the park where they have life-size statues of the monsters within the park and these really awesome events. So they made these they made these special event quests to advertise Universal Studios Japan. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do it again this year. Who knows? Like they did the same thing. Oh god, I hated that they did it. Speaking about the Monster Hunter movie, they did the same thing in event. Kind of using this as a model here. Um, when the Monster Hunter movie came out, they did the event quest where you could unlock Angelina Jolie's layered armor. You know what the one uh, thing kind of bothers me? It, it feels like... The, you mean the, the Mila Jovovich armor, right? Yeah, I mean yeah. Jovovich armor. Now, here's yeah. the thing. Now, here's, um, now here's the, see, that's... No, I'm not even... I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring up one thing that I'm um, not happy with this update. It kind of feels like they content locked again uh, character customization behind kind of a paywall? No, they, well, no. Okay. So I mean, you don't have to pay for it. Like, no, you don't, you don't have yeah. to pay. They're talking. Yeah. He's talking about, there are layered armors and layer there. There are layered armor sets. There are unique costume sets. You have to, you, you have to go to the store and buy. Yeah. You can also buy transform. You can also buy uh, re a character redesigned tickets. That's the only thing you have to buy. Anything else that's in game for customizing Goes me to the last topic. We now unlock layered armor crafting in game. That was something all of us wanted. That should have been from Jump, but it wasn't in there. We now have layered armor crafting games, so you can build whatever set you want. But also on top of that, you can now craft, use the materials for the stuff that you know you're probably never going to use because you never want that armor, but you love how it looks. You don't hate the skills that come with it. So craft the armor just for you know customization purposes and slap it over your current your current armor so you look stylish. It's brought back fashion hunting. And the interesting way they did it is they now have these things called uh, customization tickets. And you cannot buy them on the online store. You cannot buy them. You have to achieve them through doing certain missions. So yeah. there you go. It gives you an it gives you incentive to grind because you're not only grinding to build weapons. You're not only grinding to build armor, but you're also grinding to build layered armor. And that is really, really cool. So, and here's the interesting thing. We thought that was it. We thought after they told us all this great stuff about the game, we thought that was it. We're like, we can't hold all content, Capcom. What are we going to do with it? <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, we're really, the day of this video, we're like, yeah, 
10 hours from now, this will all be released. We're all like, what? Yeah, 10 hours from now. You can play it 10 hours from now. So everyone's like, oh, cool. Let's fast forward 10 hours later. 10 hours later, the entire Monster Hunter community, we are ready to go. We are good to go. We're ready to go. We're about to go into this. We're about to, like, hunt these new monsters. We're about to raise up our hunter ranks. We go into our first quest. And then it happened. We thought we left them behind us. We thought they did. They weren't able to follow us to this game. But then we heard it. The roar of Basil Geese yeah. is now in Monster Hunter Rise. Yes! Capcom! Legit! Purposely left of <laughs> the fact that they had, oh yeah, we added Basil Geese into this update. And it's not just any kind of like not just any kind of little addition of Basil Geese. No, he has a new, he has an updated version of his theme song. He, they now have, they have better, like, they have better AI customization for, like, how they invade the maps. Oh my gosh, Basil Geese is so much better now. He's such, like, a huge threat. Like, before he was annoying when Basil Geese shows up, but now it's just, ooh, you are a threat now. But the best thing about it is you can now, they made the, like, uh, whenever, they're invading the map. It is now easier to get away from them, and they don't stick around in one area as long as they used to. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, ooh, we got so much stuff in from 2.0. It legit feels like a whole new game. And, I just want Pickle uh, back. Oh, gosh. I just want oh, he's, my you know I know he's going to come game. back. You know Devil Joe is going to show up. Like, I because I think sure. the, I I think the reason why Devil Joe is definitely going to show because between with Devil Joe we everyone wants to see how that turf battle will happen with Devil Joe versus Magnamalo because like the way Magnamalo can like fly to the sky and Devil Joe can yeah. jump as high as a monster can fly so yeah oh yeah and Devil Joe has a beam I, I, <laughs> I, I think the 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 best takeaway from here is for a company like Capcom who can sometimes be a, a little bit on the greedy side to give this all away for free is a great step for these type of games. Oh, such a huge step. And a lot of other com- games of this ilk, most notably and recently <laughs> Outriders. <laughs> oh boy, Outriders. Could, could uh Definitely take some of these uh, lessons and apply them to their game. Um, and for those of you who are wondering what I thought about Outriders, that review is actually currently live up over on our main site at digitaleraentertainment.com. You can check out my thoughts about Outriders. Um, very mixed, honestly. There, there were things I liked. There were things I didn't like. Overall, I wound up trading it in for near replicant. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's a trade-up. You know, and like touching back on the whole like you know uh, making the game available offline kind of thing, you would think for a game like Outriders, which is based off of games like Diablo, would have an offline mode, especially yeah. since they have the whole re- they have the whole like you know the whole like world region thing based on a difficulty. That's yeah. you're using the same exact like game mechanics as Diablo in regards to how their game is handled online. So why can't it be offline? I don't know. And then, you know, you, you have my perennial favorite, Destiny 2, where it, it gets good, it gets good, it gets good, and then they make a decision, and I just go, why Why do you go back? Why do you go one step forward and two why steps back? back? Why do they um, bring back the games? 
Why did they bring back the games? Why not? <laughs> I mean, the Guardian games are whatever. Like, I, I, that, 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 when, when I saw that it was time for Guardian games, I was like, okay, this is. I'm glad I have near replicant and I have other games coming out because this is where I take a break yeah. from Destiny. Yeah. Uh, until uh, May 11th when they bring back the Vault of Glass. Cause that's yeah. all I care about next season is the Vault of Glass coming back. Um, I absolutely hate how Destiny is handling their transmog system. Uh, coming next season, I the entire really community yeah. is super furious about I, this. I, I, I don't I understand do like how they they keep doing this same mistake for transmogs because almost every other game gets it right, and it's like it's not it's it's not rocket science. Fucking Assassin's Creed got it right, okay? Oh, you mean, you mean like <laughs> how I, got it right? You mean you mean like how I just described it in a Capcom game yeah right? it's I, not difficult it really isn't difficult that works it's not that hard people Trans- the best system is still final fantasy 14s where i can just literally <laughs> run around in a swimsuit and yet <laughs> still have part? all my my stats and everything but here's the best part about final fantasy 14s like transmog system is that it needs to be more complicated for the best one out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's the hilarious part. They dumped it down from what it used to be, and it was it is still the best one out there. Yeah, uh, but this is one of those things where, like, I feel like Bungie's gonna be like, "Oh, we didn't expect this flack," and then, like, four weeks after they launched the new season, they're gonna pull the usual company speech of, "We're sorry, we're listening. Let's roll this back and re-release it in a different." manner and i'm like let's do it now you know the complaints are happening now i don't understand why they're shaders like well no the the shaders what it is is your because before you used to have to store shaders to put them onto your armor yes the new update is not going to recognize every shader you've ever collected over the course of the game which is fine i get to free up inventory space and stuff like that because the other issue that the game has is like a, a lot of things take up inventory space in your actual like vault including shaders <laughs> and i'm like i'm tired yeah, of like, holding on to then do what guild wars did and charge so people a small fee of whatever material to expand your vault see if they had a, a system in place to expand the vault in the first place i'm sure that would be entirely i mean doable. that's that's yeah. very easy to add honestly <laughs> It's, it's, it's not with a game like Destiny. Yeah, it's the problem with Destiny is that, like, they treat every single thing as a storable asset, which they shouldn't be doing. Like, the fact that shades are now are storable are storable assets within a vault makes no sense. Well, like, I mean, Guild Wars that, does that. Like, that's, yeah, but thing is, is that they're treating shades with uh, rarity rankings, and they, that really that's like. You treat it with rarity rankings, yes, but then you make every single one of them like if this one color shade has a one rare has an epic has like a legendary rarity ranking to it, right? It's not counted to one. That's it. It's just one. So if you get another of that same one, which probably will not happen because that's how these work, right? But if you do happen to get it, it doesn't count as one and now two. It's now one and one. Yeah, it's Guild Wars does that. They're That's also not factor in that certain shaders are only on certain weapons that you can get in the game, and if you don't dismantle that weapon, you don't get that shader. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of obscure things that Destiny still has to do 
in terms of just like the whole making your character look a certain way type thing, but it is what it is, you know. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's going to be that way for a while. <laughs> it just always bothers me that when games just never seem to grasp the idea of, of glamour and transmog. Yeah. And, and the other thing, too, is, like, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't take a lot of work to look at other games. Uh-oh. Oh, he dropped. All right. I get what he was going to say. It doesn't take a lot yeah. of work to look at other games mean. and, like, add it back. Yeah, it, 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 it really doesn't. doesn't. The issue that I have is, like, the perfect, outside of Final Fantasy, Guild Wars 2 has one of the best transmog systems I've ever seen. Each color is an individual, non-stackable thing, but what you do is you unlock that shade. And if it's for specific weapons, sure, that's fine, but you unlock it as a color palette system. See, that's the problem with Destiny. They don't treat it like a color palette system. They really just... Yeah. The it's fixes are so ask, simple, I don't understand yeah. what Bungie's doing then. It, it, it it's really like, makes they no sense. They, they don't treat, they, so it's like, that's the weird messed up thing about it. It's like, they treat it as like, you get this color palette, and then it does not add it to your overall color palette that you can access anymore. It's that's it right there. That makes it's no, just, see, that's what yeah. makes no sense. The fact yeah. that, it ha that it does that. Unlike in Guild Wars 2, where it's like, yes, it is a one-time use item, but mm -hmm. you, it's like, click, right click. Oh, here's the color palette. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's yeah. it's just it's Destiny. The way Destiny has it's just so it should just be that. Then it really should just be that. I don't understand how that's really so is. difficult. It's very backwards. It's so it's backwards. very backwards, and I'm just like, you could just do what other games do, like just to stop. And and I understand why they did it because you know Bungie's in a position where like they need to monetize certain things just so that as a company, they stay afloat. And I get it. Transmog's not where it's at. You okay. can still do yeah. that by doing what Guild Wars 2 did and charge small fees for little things that count that aren't needed, but would be a nice add-on. Example, vault space. In Guild Wars 2, you can add a page for a buck ninety-nine. Yeah, like yeah, no, it's, it's very true. But I, if they do that, they would have to increase vault space for non-people who are not going to pay. They would have to. No, like you, you have it where it is. Like it's like okay for the next, say the next expansion where you increase vault space, right? After right, right. this increase, if you guys still need more vault space, you can add another page. Oh, yeah, like that's good. Yes. A dollar. Yes. That's what yes. I'm saying. Like, like for the people who are whoever the people who are the magpies and the treasure hunters of MMOs, yes, that is great. Yeah. That means I feel like also, and Ken, correct me if I'm wrong if they do this or not. I don't know if they do, but do they rotate uh if like a certain exotic is in your vault and it's been rotated out, do they take it out of your vault? Well, exotics don't rotate out, so Okay. They did it with they had they and have not exotic like place. other weapons though. So they used to have that and it got it got such terrible backlash that they did away with this. So there used to be uh, a rotation of weapons. Uh, they had what was called sunsetting. And it basically put them into a corner where they realized, wait, if we sunset 
past season's weapons or whatever, then we have to constantly make new weapons for you to chase. And that's just too much work. Yeah, there's a lot of work. <laughs> okay, that's dumb. That's a lot of work. That's like, dumb. Right like, there, okay. that's dumb. <laughs> that, again, why are they reinventing the wheel? Just steal from WoW. Like, literally, just steal from WoW or Final Fantasy. Make friends with other developers and have, like, hey, weird thing happened. Um, Here's a Halo raid. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's all you need to do. Yeah, look, really, just Not, throw, throw like a free raid at us. We'll be happy. So the <laughs> reason why the reason why they did it is you have a lot of Destiny players who grind this game to no avail, where they will get multiples of you know the best roll of whatever, um, whatever weapon they can get their hands on. Right. Yeah. I rated Final so, Fantasy fourteen. I know exactly how that feels. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's a real feeling. It's, no, a, yeah. But again, like again, it was the same thing in Guild Wars. There are already answers there where they can make good money, in all honesty. It's just that yeah. they're not taking the time to look at them. And it's like, why so are you making yourself like, just double the work? Just go steal someone yeah. else's idea. Not that hard. Everyone else <laughs> yeah. does it in the video game industry. I think what it is is, you know, they're trying to keep the whole commodity now for these type of games is gamer attention. Like they, they want you to play the game. Um, and a lot of other things come as afterthoughts. Um, I get that certain things are just really difficult. Like I understand how hard competitive game balance is. You know, the PvP and Destiny has been a mess for a while now. And Please been a mess. I don't even think it was ever balanced. No, there was there was a point in time where there was, it was, there was one point. Yeah, there was one point. Yeah. No, there was a few points where Destiny Crucible was like really good. They just catered too much to the casual person, and the casual where it went wrong was you had a lot of casuals who were forced to do PvP for certain weapon quests, and yeah, that's a mistake. That that's a, a mistake. mistake. That, yeah. That's a mistake. So it's like okay, I to get this particular weapon i have to go into crucible and get void kills with you know a special type of weapon like for example if you remember if let's go back into the day uh there was a weapon called thorn in destiny one and part of the thorn quest um you had to get void kills with a hand cannon let me tell you how hard it is to do oh, hand gosh, cannons on yeah. destiny console <laughs> yeah you, you want to know how yeah. easy it is to get hand cannon like kills me, this on is PC? Destiny 1. Destiny 1, mind you, which wasn't on PC. I know. You know. This is Destiny 1. So someone like me, yeah, you know, I can knock that out. Give me an hour, I'll probably knock it out, you know, or not even, maybe like a couple of Crucible matches or whatever. But for the average Destiny player who just I'm wants not to run around and blow shit up. I'm not going to do that. I signed up for Space Antics. I didn't sign up to do this. Yeah. So signed up for they, space antics, started, not space they started trying to make Crucible very easy. And they added a lot of what I like to call win buttons over the years. And especially in Destiny 2 Crucible, there are way too many win buttons. There are a lot of weapons in the game. There are a lot of skills in the game where it's like you can just press the button. You don't even have to be aiming at me and something will hit me. If I remember Destiny 2 beginning with the Hunters, I would like to call the weeb phase when they would get their heavy weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just run and slash. I'm like, I wasn't aware I was playing Naruto. <laughs> yeah, no. 
that's so there's a lot of that, like, especially now. That uh, my biggest complaint right now is, you know, this recent DLC we introduced the new stasis subclass, which is basically ice powers, and Destiny has always been this momentum based game. It's all about fast movement, high and now it's a, action, now it's a MOBA. Run, jump dash, and, and now you have like these crucible you, matches. Yeah, where this guy threw a grenade, and because the piece of the grenade hit like the frame of my big toe, my entire character's frozen. Yeah, yeah, it's crowd it, control the game now. It, it's like <laughs> yeah. crucibles shouldn't have crowd control like that. Like it slows that slows I'm the sorry, pace of the no game. No first person shooter should have crowd control. Look at how badly Overwatch was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No uh, yes. first-person shooter should ever have crowd... The only crowd control that should be allowed in a first-person shooter are flame grenades and flashbangs. That's it. To, uh, be, to, to be Terry's point in the uh, stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. The hand cannon blue nightmare stories were really, really bad. Oh, gosh, yeah. One. D1 was, was the great experiment. That's how I look at Destiny. Um, no, D, yeah, D1 was the experiment. D2 was the game. Yeah. <laughs> now we don't know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right now, all I'm excited for is the return of Vault of Glass. It's one of my favorite raids from D1. They're bringing it back, so I'm super excited for that. Um, plus the story is going to go in some interesting places over these next two seasons. Um, so if you're a fan of destiny, like I am, you know, stick with it. It, it, it can only get better. That's the only thing. Like <laughs> they do like four steps forward and take one big one back. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it can only go, they, it can always get better, really but it can also always go worse. <laughs> it could. It's true. Um, but speaking of competitive gaming and over in the esports thing, uh, Gino, you shared this in chat the other day about the esports CI initiative, <laughs> and boy, oh boy, was that a, a um, wow! I don't even know where to begin with this. All right, so, so... I know where to begin with this. <laughs> you know, it's bad when universities are starting to drop standardized testing because standardized testing is a load of crock. So why would you introduce standardized testing to a career path? So. <laughs> what I find funny is this this initiative, this esports CI initiative. These guys came out with a standardized test to help people get into into like the esports and the gaming industry, the competitive gaming industry for careers in esports. Their idea was they felt that a lot of current esports stuff was extremely gatekeeping. Like you only got in if you knew people. Um, which it's sad, but it is kind of true. But, it is you know, true. If you're, it, it is true. Um, so they were like, they felt that like, you know, unless you're a friend of a friend, you're not really going to get into esports and things like that. So they wanted to do away with this gatekeeping. And but there's like also, and I laughed so hard when I looked at their solution, their solution was to create this paid test that they would give you a certification to show that, hey, you're certified in this. And I'm like, so your solution to gatekeeping is to gatekeep yeah. with a $400 standardized test. Yeah. So here's my thing about that. Well, yes, there is gatekeeping in esports. 
it's it's a tough field, you know. Like it's it is dependent, what it is. Dependent though on the esport you are in, to be quite honest. Yes. Um, if it's FGC, like regardless to what like Richard Lewis will say, um, as he had a tirade today about it, um, locals matter. Like show up, volunteer as a TO. Go to your locals. Volunteer. Go to your locals. Like, you know. Um, if you like, if you want to do stuff. With teams, you could start like a club initiative like 5DV did. And those people are starting to get recognized in esports. All the good that they've done and all the stuff that they I mean, think done. Look, look at a perfect example is our, our unknown homie, Golden Boy. Like, yeah. He, he, he's always been into this stuff. But through 5DV and getting his name out there, he's not where he's at. He always had that personality. Yeah. He just needed his shot. He just needed, he just needed the shine. Started shining and everything, and now look at this—he's hosting E3 this year for G4. Yeah. Like, <laughs> again, yes, it is who you know, but a lot of it is also still in esports. What you know, and and it's not only that, but it's also putting yourself out there to yeah. you know put yourself out there and getting your face in these things, getting your name in the conversation out there as well. Like, if you're just going to sit and watch the games and, like, not interact with these people, not asso- not associate with these people, you know, I'm not saying, like, go and, like, hunt them down and, you know, force yourself to be their friend. But, like, you got to be engaged in the community if you want to represent your community. Right. So, like. <laughs> like. <laughs> so, it was just it was just funny that these guys came up with this solution. And it's like. I don't know if you guys understand exactly what you're trying to do. And the backlash was immediate. Like, several people in the esports were like, this is not the way to do it. Several streamers were like, nah, fam, this ain't it. Uh, even other, like, colleges who have esports programs were like, no. yeah, you might want to rethink this. <laughs> what was funny was, did you take a look at any of the tests themselves? Any of the questions? Yes, I did. And the questions are ridiculous. I said to him, I'm like, who's going to do this? I'm like, no one does. I only know one person who does that much math for esports. And he is um, Naz for Dota 2. He's a caster. He talks about statistics and everything for Dota 2. And the only reason why he does that is because that is his side hustle. He's actually the lead of the economics department at the University of Chicago. Like, that's his actual <laughs> wheelhouse. And this is what he does yeah. for fun. <laughs> So you're not going to have someone who they were basically training data scientists without letting people get data scientist degrees. And it's like, yeah, no, this is, this isn't it. This really isn't it. Um, yeah, there are a lot of good free resources. I've shared a few on Twitter. If you want to be a caster, like there are things that you can look out for things like that, but everyone like what, what esports really needs. And, and this is 100% true. What they need are more people who understand how to run events. Not people in front of the camera, but the people behind the camera. Because that is where the show sure. is right now. I agree. I Everyone agree. wants no, to be in front of the camera. Cool. Yes. Who's going to yes. be the person who directs where the camera goes? Who's going to be the person who brings yeah. you to the action? Who's the person who's going to keep everyone on time? Yeah, like the amount of like production teams and not just like 
the big streams, but even in the smaller streams, like, is lacking. I'm going to be like, honest. A lot of people, yeah. A lot the of way that I run together, this yeah. stream, even for this, is in of itself should not theoretically work. <laughs> for all intended purposes, how we are actually recording and streaming all at the same time should not theoretically work. But here we are, and it works. Because <laughs> we're scientists. <laughs> and also, I had to avoid a lot of warranties. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, like, th this is a uh, thing that, that um, I look to um, House of 3K, a Smash community here in New York City. They wrote their own replay bot. Like, we need people behind the scenes. There's no one who has a really good replay bot like the espn style replay bot i mean like where you could go frame by frame to show what happened right. um and do it like on the fly none of that really exists so that if you really want to get in esports look into the production because that's where the people are needed that's my also little where deal. a lot of stuff is lacking honestly yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So over over in the bigger news type of things and on to the main subject of our show today, Sony had their state of play uh, focused on Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart, where they showed off 15 minutes of new gameplay. Uh, we finally got a name for that new Lombax character. Her name is Rivet, which is cute when you think about it. Yeah, it's a pretty cute name. It is pretty cute. Name. Rivet and Ratchet. Ratchet, Clank. I wonder if she has a robot companion. It looks like she does that little red thing that she's trying to fix. Yeah, I think that yeah. might be her like dimensions. That might be like her, her, clank. her clank. Yeah, because yeah, the thing is, like, she can't have a Clank because of the way Clank works. Right. But she probably has whatever is replacement of Clank in her universe. Yeah. Um, I, I have a little concern with this game, and and this is something that I've just I've just noticed recently happening as a trend. Um, please don't shoehorn random photo modes into all your games, Sony. <laughs> nah, they, they, so many people love it. That I know so many I people love, love it, <laughs> but it's like cool. I'm glad you guys are doing this, but please don't take like please don't let it become the thing. Where it starts taking resources away from actual that that's I'm just saying this way I'm not saying that they're gonna that it's doing this for this game but I see where this trend is going in about like a year from now. <laughs> I feel like uh, I I uh, I can see where you're coming from. Yes, that is a that is a that is a big concern. That is my I, concern with the monster to rise stuff because that no. stuff is annoying sometimes. Because <laughs> it, yeah, it's like um, I feel like if a game has a photo mode. You know, make sure your game can like handle it before you do it. Uh, yeah. You know, like or make I'm, it I'm an sure it can. Yeah. No, 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 no I'm, I'm not saying, saying it like, for this game. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying it. it can handle this. Like, they're trying. They're, they're starting yeah. a trend that I'm gonna be very wary about coming in the future. Oh no! Because I, I, be this is trend, how it yeah. happens every generation. Well, Last generation is, was open world game, and it's just like that's that's now the trend now is social media is the trend i get and that <laughs> yeah i mean that is but that's the thing is though i like to go on that and it's not going to go on what i'm going to talk about about this whole thing 
is that looking at the way this game, just looking at the video of it, you can look at it and go like, oh, this game can handle photo mode and do it well. Yeah. You know, I I, I, I just, I definitely agree with you. I agree with you on that. I, like I said, if we're going to get photo mode, man, better make sure the game can handle it because what you're going to get is really crappy photo mode. But like this game, no, I, I just, handle it. All, I, all I'm expecting is the next Assassin's Creed and the next Call of Duty to have this mode in it. It's just going to be annoying. There we go. Like yeah, it's it's like my fear. This is just my one fear, and I'm just putting it out there because I know this becomes a trend when they see the first party people doing this. People look at it and it's like, oh, that's what gamers want. It's like, no. <laughs> it's a nice add-on. Just make sure you have an actual game. It works for it. Yeah. <laughs> Like it works in um, Spider Man. It works great in Spider Man. What I, what I'm really liking is how, not just with Ratchet and Clank, but with a game that's releasing tomorrow, uh, Returnal as well, is where Sony's really not just you know buttoning down on how graphical, how graphically impressive these games are, but also how they work with the uh, the DualSense controller. Um, just to give you an idea, uh, when you play Returnal, if you're in a stage where there's raindrops on the stage, like you'll actually feel the raindrops on the controller. Like it'll mimic, you know, the drop feel on your character as if you know you were in the game, which I think is cool. Um, so Ratchet and Clank has a lot of those features where uh, certain effects will cause different rumbles, certain weapons will activate the controller a certain way as well. Um, and that's impressive. Um, Returnal also has one of the cool things with the um, the trigger buttons is, you know how like some games, some shooters where one button will be the main fire yeah. and then the other button will be the alternative fire? So with Returnal, uh, the game has it where the trigger stick only goes down to a certain section for its regular fire. And then if you want to do the alt fire, you just have to hard press that same trigger. Okay. So it's pretty cool. It's yeah. really cool. And um... And like when I looked when I looked at the event, like it's the same thing that I've been feeling ever since the first PlayStation event. Uh, like looking at all the game footage, I was feeling nothing. I just was not uh, nothing about this. Any of the footage I've been looking at was getting me hyped for the PS5. But then it wasn't until I saw Ratchet and Clank stuff that I went, "Oh, so this is the PS5." Like. It's like this is like I'm like when it's like you when you see a game that has been made on the PS5 from the ground up and is not a game that mm-hmm. is gonna probably be on PS4 and then will eventually be then is home will be on the PS5 or this is a PS5 game that is also gonna be on other platforms. No, this is a game that is gonna be on PS5 from the ground up. Like it was intent was to be made on PS5 and everything, and it shows so much in this. And that has me so excited for this game. That has this looking at the footage today makes me want to put want, want to get a PS5. Like if you showed me this at day one, like they did today, yeah, they showed some stuff at like you know the PS5 event with Ratchet and Clank, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something about this, something about this footage compared to that footage. It's more polished. So much more. That's what it was. Yeah, it's yeah, more polished. polished. Yeah. This is this is closer more to polished. actual release. Yeah. Um 
I, I, this is just my gripe right now, and this is just a PS5 gripe, but I know I'm just going to have to swallow it. I just don't think that the $10 increase, I, I don't even know what to call it, honestly. The, uh, $69, the $69 price tag games? No, yeah. that's the thing. You know, you look at something like the game I was just talking about, Returnal. Like, Returnal is a fantastic game. Right. It's something that definitely shows the, the power of the PlayStation 5. Um, it's a really, really good game. Like I thought it was going to, I knew it was going to be good, like, okay, slash good. And after playing it, I've careened through, uh, two of the four main like levels. They're called biomes in the game. Yeah. Um, I am blown away. Like I, I, I I'm not saying it's like best game ever. I'm no, just no, like, no. Yeah, wow, no. this, <laughs> like this game definitely it exceeded, exceeded your expectation. my expectation. Yeah. 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 And I- I'm I'm just saying as the a... only the only complaint my only complaints about it are one I think sixty nine ninety nine for this type of title yes. might be a bit too much yeah because it's not a a title that you know people are gonna run out and buy or maybe that's what Sony's banking on the fact that like there hasn't really been a big major first party game on the PlayStation Five since Demon Soul yeah maybe that's what this, they're banking yeah on, you and know? you know what? I think this is it this is probably what they're banking on yeah. This is it. This so is, they're this like, is oh, the you know, PS, PS5 fans are starving for that game where they're going to be like, yeah. hey, this is why I got my PS5. Look at this game. And everyone's and, like, this bootleg Metroid? Okay, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And, <laughs> no. and I think, yeah. No, you're absolutely. Metroid product number three. But <laughs> yeah, it is, it is very unfortunate, but that is, that is, that is a gospel truth there. No, because, it, yeah. that, that's, that's what the gamers are going to say. No, gonna, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but, but the reality, like, like, my thing is, I understand why games went from forty nine ninety nine to fifty nine ninety nine. We covered it. It was the it was because of the standardization of HD. What is Sony's what? justification from sixty nine uh, from fifty nine ninety nine to sixty nine ninety nine? Is you it know what their ju- I, I'll tell you what their justification is that you'll pay you're for it. Buy it anyway. Yeah, yeah. If if, if, if that's you, it, not it's, not, it's not a, me because I I'm a smart fan. I wait sometimes on certain games, they, but. The the Sony loyalists, like I'm talking like the purebred Sony loyalists, like the ones where in their eyes, Sony can do no wrong. They're going to buy this game like five times over. No, I get that. I yeah. get and that. That's, and that's what Sony's banking on. No, I understand that. But I, I hate to say it, but general game journalists aren't as kind as you and I sometimes. <laughs> Are you saying I'm kind? <laughs> Kind in the sense of like you're fair. They're gonna oh, ask for I mean, a reason. Yeah. They're gonna ask for a legitimate reason. And my fear is that they're gonna say because it's four, it can, it's gonna be the four K tax. Right. The difference between HD and four K is from standard definition to HD. Someone bought the patent from HD to four K. Um. All broadcasters decided to make that an open format, so no one owns the patent for that. There's no licensing fee for that. Mm-hmm. So, if if Sony is Sony is going to do this weird thing where it's like, oh, it's really the 4K tax, might not fly, and that's just my fear. Like, I do think Ratchet and Clank is going to be a wonderful game. I have it pre-ordered. It's just that sixty nine ninety nine price tag. That a lot. That was a that lot one of, yeah. pill that made me hesitate? Yeah, and I feel like that's what's gonna either make or break this game, like Returnal. Like yeah. some people may not want to swallow that seventy dollar price tag. I actually regret the- buying Demon Soul. 
I'm not gonna lie. I actually regular price. But it's no, also it's it was sixty nine. It was fifty nine ninety nine. That's regular price. Yeah, it was fifty nine ninety nine. Well, I might thinking of another would, game. That I, I mean, up. I would re- I would I would have regretted it also buying uh, Demon Souls at fifty nine ninety nine because yes, Demon Souls remastered is cool. I I, I get that, but um. Man, that's a that's a heck of a game to be your launch game, is my opinion. But it's a, it's a full on remaster, though. Like, yeah, not a, I, I would say it's a remake. I mean, yeah, I, I I I get it's a total remake. It's just um. So when it came to the P, when it came to the PlayStation, every single PlayStation system launch had that one game at launch that was like the game that kind of defined Sony. Like when the PS3 launched, we had Infamous. When the PS4 had launched, we had Infamous. Uh, the, what I'm saying is, I want I want Infamous or PS5 get to it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like outside of Demon Souls, like there wasn't anything at the PlayStation Five. Yeah, there really wasn't. Was like, and you have to run out and get this. Yeah, it, like you know. it feels like Ratchet and Clank was the game they wanted to be. The, you better run out and get this game. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I fully like. I said. I think I've said this before. Where I fully feel they rushed the launch of the system. Like it was oh, yeah. not ready. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, totally. And, and, yeah. and to be fair, and to be fair, neither was Microsoft. Because what has what has come out on the Xbox Series X that's exclusive to the Series X that's not a third party game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yes, yes. Microsoft has that. Oh, man. And to be quite honest with you, but yeah. And to be quite honest with you, I 100% blame Nintendo for doing that with the release of the Switch because it made the other two realize, wait, Nintendo launched a new console. Well, we're still in the middle of our very healthy consoles, but people are going to start now questioning, oh, when's the next console coming? Yeah, that 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 probably played a huge role. I, I, I'm I gonna be honest. The Switch probably played a huge role in that. But the fact that like the Switch dropped in the middle of the previous generation's lifespan, like yeah, yeah in maybe? the previous generation's healthy lifespan, mind you, like these these consoles still have life and still have games coming out for yeah. them. It's it's not like yeah, because yeah, like, and we're not talking like, about like small yeah. titles either. We're talking about like blockbuster titles still coming out. Yeah. For this, for the Xbox yeah, One I think, and PS Four, I th- I think it was partially that. <laughs> Not only that, but it was also a question of you know stocks, stockholders, and investors being like, "Yo, y'all got to make some money." Um, I, no, no, no. Yeah, and I think part of that conversation probably came from the question of Nintendo has a new console. How come we don't have a new console now? It's it's just that that weird, terrible business sense. Where it's like it played a it played a a major role in it. Like I I am not (laughs) doubting that the release of the Switch did not play a major role in this. Like it totally did. Let's be honest. Like the Switch has a four year head start technically, if we want to count for quote unquote next gen. Um, Mm. counting how console generations are set up, as in okay, the previous generation belonged from this year to this year. The next generation starts from whenever a console manufacturer releases a new console. So the Switch being the first. It's now four years later, and it's like, okay, now we have these two consoles, which clearly do feel... I'm not saying they're undercooked. They could have used five more minutes. 
No, yeah. Maybe to melt the like, cheese yeah. a little bit more. Maybe get no, that yeah. nice it, crunchiness. It could have used another year. Just just to get that nice cheese crunchier, it, like yeah, you know that it, burnt it cheese taste. It yeah. It could have stood to be in the oven think, just a little bit. Think longer. about it like this. Yeah. <laughs> think about it like this. If the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X launched this year instead of last, the Series X would be launched with Halo. And the PS5 would have had Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank, and Return at launch. Yeah, like and maybe God fact? of War. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe God of War yeah. be a launch window. Do not title. speak of things that should be. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. And God of War as a wa- launch window title, like you start off with yes, Returnal, yes. Demon Souls, yes, um, like God of, Ratchet and God Clank, of War and then the, God of War would have been the like the teaser, like March. after the big PlayStation invite, after the big PlayStation event. Yeah, and they show all like the footage of all like the, those three games. After like they say, now we're gonna go to go, but. Let's end on one more note. You know the way they say it all the time. Yeah, and then we see like a teaser for God of War. Personally, I think like God of War would have probably been on March, like that March window. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay, March, we got yeah. you with this. Yeah. Here's what's coming up next. March summer window. Yeah, you know, that like, March summer March window. Of, like, the March spring into like early summer window because like, yeah, you have that. You need that. You know, we need that game to be our spring game or our our summer game kind of thing. Yeah. Either that or Maybe. Horizon, um, <laughs> the next Horizon, like horizon either of those, yeah, would have been like that nice, like spring into summer. Maybe save God of War for like that Christmas. Probably, I, it would have probably. Oh, let's let's uh, let's take it to this point. All right, um, we would have gotten the teaser for it at the first PlayStation event. Yeah. March would have been the very first official gameplay release trailer. Or the first official cinematic trailer. Cinematic trailer. Still, like, full systematic cinematic E3 would have been the gameplay trailer. Yes. Either E3 or Gamescom. Either E3 or Gamescom would have been game trailer. Or, if they don't do E3 or Gamescom, we have a PlayStation experience in replacement of Gamescom. Yeah. Or E3 stuff. And that is gameplay. And then we lead into December for release launch. Yeah. Well, November. Probably. But, yeah, yeah. no. Like... Um, but yeah, Ratchet and Clank comes out in June, so we're definitely looking forward to that one. At least I know I am, since I'm I am. I'm looking forward to it because oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Boy's Big Adventure, really, I like it. it it's <laughs> missing the charm of the original Little Big Planet game, for sure. Like it's, it's like, also like ridiculous. I found it ridiculous, a little hard for a kids game. I, so. Yeah, there are certain times where I died. I'm like, how did I die? Yeah, I didn't realize I had to jump, and I'm like, what, what? You okay. know, you know what? You know, it's, it's as if the people who made that game and the people who made Balance Wonderland should have worked together to make a better kids game. But oh, that's nothing I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I really wanted Balance Wonderland to be good. I really did. I, I if really you, in all honesty, if you haven't followed him like I as closely as I followed him, I knew that that game was just going to be stuck in the year 1998. Oh no, I I knew, <laughs> but it was like, like it doesn't matter that it was stuck it in the year 1990. Yeah. But like there was just some decisions. I'm just like this is yeah. a design decision. Yeah, no, it, like it, no, like, that's what I mean. Not, it's gonna you. It's, it's gonna be wrong. stuck in that not, year uh, yeah. with all decisions. Like well, you no, only have two buttons instead of four. Oh, that's fine. No, that's totally fine in a game design. Like, simplicity is great. But it's also, it was the meddling from the company from Squaresoft that made them make all of those decisions that made this game go, oh, no, this is not a playable game. 
did they meddle in the game? I haven't read too much up on the. It was a, it was okay. So the guy who made it, because like you know, he's very he is like we said, he's stuck in a very older mindset when it comes to games. Yes. He wanted a very classic like Genesis era game where you have three buttons. He wanted a very simplistic game. This is a game he always wanted to make, and he never got a chance to. And he did. He made the game from start to finish how he wanted it in his mind if it was on the Sega Genesis. Guerrosov looked at it and said, nope, it needs uh, actual character. It needs more characters. It needs more story to it. And all this other stuff to make it work and be sitting upon the other family games that are out there. He looks at this and is like, but if I do that, I, re I ruin my image. I don't want to ruin my image. But they're like, you got to do this if you want your game to come out. And this he's is like, gone to Nintendo. Yeah, they should have. But <laughs> it was it was it was more so the fact that Squaresoft wanted this to be a Squaresoft caliber game. Square Enix. Was, yeah, Square, Square Enix. Enix. He wanted to make a, a Squeenix caliber game, but he didn't want a Squeenix caliber game. He wanted his caliber game. So it was a lot he of meddling. <laughs> yeah, he that's all he wanted. He really wanted a game that was very simplistic, much like Knights and everything. That's what he wanted, but Squeenix wanted it. No, we want a Squeenix game. You're going to be produced by us. You better give us a Squeenix game. And yet, and explain like, Avengers yeah. to me. Oh, God. That's... What What in that game screams scream Squeenix quality? Oh, the Crystal Dynamics stuff. Well, I'll tell you what screams Squeenix quality. The monetization of the game. Okay, that's, that's, that, there you go. That, 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 there that you that go. Too. Yeah, that, that <laughs> too. I was going to say Crystal Dynamics, and I was going to say Crystal Dynamics, but... But they also true, released yeah. very good Tomb Raider games. But they did they. That's that was that's another discussion already. That's another <laughs> thing. Hey, those Tomb Raider games were good, okay? They were good. They were wonderful. They games. still are. Still are it's, wonderful it, games. It's such good games. Except I, I, if there was one complaint over the course of that trilogy is that she's been becoming the Tomb Raider for three games already. She needs to be the Tomb Raider at this point. Yeah, it's um, always like Rise <laughs> getting closer. You're almost there. You're almost at the Tomb Raider. She's almost, she's almost the Tomb Raider. Raider. No, no. You're almost at the Tomb Raider. It's, it's in the name of the game, but she's not quite the Tomb Raider yet. <laughs> yeah, damn it. I hate games. Oh, sometimes God. I hate the gaming industry. When they make the what? Tomb Raider game, it's not going to be a Squeenix game. It's going to be another company making a Tomb Raider game. And it's going to be Tomb Raider. No, doesn't, yeah. doesn't Squeenix own the rights to that? No, yeah, they will. But if they ever well, do... Well, Crystal Dynamics game, does. Yeah. It, the only, I'm saying is the only way we'll ever get a game that's just Tomb Raider is if another company makes a Tomb Raider game. Maybe. 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 Crystal Dynamics has the rights to uh, the Tomb Raider franchise, but I believe right now they are owned by Square Enix. Yeah. So that is the unfortunate pickle that they find themselves in. Um, on top of Ratchet & Clank, we got Among Us coming to the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 5 with Ratchet & Clank costumes in tow. And uh, we, they also showed off a little bit of Subnautica, the Subnautica expansion coming to the PlayStation Equal. 4 as well. Oh, sequel, yeah. It's a sequel. It yeah. was an expansion. It turned into a sequel. I I like the game. I played it on PC. Um, I don't like how talkative the characters are. That, that's just my take. Maybe. I don't know. I thought Subnautica was amazing. It, it loses, it loses the major charm of Subnautica where you're just by yourself and you're following like, okay. uh, what's it called? Voice logs. 
This has right. the voice logs, but also has like full voice acting. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I can see where you, I can see where you're getting at. Like, it takes away the whole like it's it's no longer the mystery an game. It's more like an actual story game. Yeah, it game, takes right? away the mystery. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like I mean, the game is still cool. At. The game is still cool, but I can see uh, where you're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great yeah. game. It's just it, it lost its mystery to me. <laughs> for sure. Well, folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. But stick around. We're going to have RJ and Joel playing through some more Nosha, the Among Us visual novel, the Among Us style visual novel type game. That's going to be coming on just after we get off the air. Uh, But if you like any of the topics that we talked about today and you want to continue the discussion, definitely do so over in our Discord. Feel free to tag me at Omega Zed. I'm more than willing to chat with you all about any of the topics that we talked about today. Let me know what you think about Ratchet and Clank, uh, Rift Apart, uh, the rest of the Sony State of Play, the eSports CI incident (laughs) that is still having me crack up. Um, On top of that, I appreciate all the support, whether you're liking our images on our Instagram, following us on Twitter or on Facebook. Uh, but if you want, or if you're looking for a way to support us even more, uh, we definitely do have a merch store. You can check out that uh, at our link that's been putting around in the chat somewhere in there. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Anyway, uh, we have our D hoodie, our D t-shirt, and our D mug for your beverage of choice. Um, Be sure to check out our sponsor as well, Image Anime, at imageanime.com. If you see anything you like, definitely use our promo code DISCOUNT20 for 20% off all in-stock items over at imageanime.com. You can save uh, 20% off on any in-stock figures, statues, posters, body pillows, you know, if that's your thing up to you um as always the until this pandemic's over at least because hopefully we'll make a full-on return to the waypoint cafe at some point as the city begins to reopen you can definitely check us out over at the waypoint cafe located at 65 ludlow street in the lower east side it is the home of our esports gaming podcast it is also the home of the image anime pop-up shop as well you can check out some of the items uh if you want to see them firsthand and actually hold them there's some items on display over at the waypoint cafe as well uh that's gonna do it for us stick around again rj and joel are gonna come over with their playthrough of nosha um appreciate you all coming down i hope everyone has a safe and wonderful thursday evening and as always until next time you have been decoded 